praise because now you know some people that started out in, in uh, 2017 didn't live to see 2018. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. But the Lord was merciful and kind to us and and uh, let us live to see 2018. So, so let, let's uh, do our best to do the will of God, to please God. Because God's faithful. And God loves us. He really loves us. Now, I've got some food for thought tonight. It's uh, uh, from Psalms 139. The Bible declares that God is a spirit. He is not limited to a body. He is not limited to a shape. He is not limited to a force. He is not limited to boundaries. He is immeasurable. You can't measure God. He just... You know, God is everywhere. Isn't that right? He's everywhere. He's everywhere. People try to limit God to a certain area. There is no limit to God. There is no limit to his wisdom. There is no limit to his power. There is no limit to his mercy. People change. Fashions change. Places change. But God never changed. God said in, in, in Malachi 3, 6, I am the Lord, I change not. Amen. So he, he's faithful. He's faithful. Amen. He's faithful. Now, tonight, uh, we, we're going to look at, uh, we're going to the book of Philippians. Now, now, the title of the message is Knowing God. Knowing God. Um. You know, uh, Job said, I have, I've heard of him by the hearing of the ear. Now, but somebody told me about God. But now my eyes see it thee. He said, I abhor. I abhor myself. In other words, when he got in, into, the, in, in the, in the, into God's presence, he was able to see just how frail and undone he was. That's, that's, that's where it is with, with us all. Amen. We're frail and undone without God. And we need God. That's why the Bible says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. We, we're undone and wretched and miserable without God. Now, knowing God, because God is in control of our times, our times in his hands, right? Change is not to be feared or fault. If we really know God and really trust in him now. If we truly believe that our times are in God's hands, changes would not be so difficult to accept because we know God's going to in control. Nor would they cause us such anxiety. Everything from modern inventions to global upheavals could be taken in stride because our Father God is in control. Nothing surprises or threatens him. Nothing, uh, nothing. No president takes the oath of office without God permitting it to be so. Now, God permit it. You know that? How many of y'all know that? God, he had to permit it. I mean, does it please God 
but all these folks, you know, and different ones, no. Those times we don't please God. But but if it happened, God permitted it to happen, because can't nothing happen unless he permitted. And lots of things that, that's out of the will of God happen. But God's true people love God. No advancement in technology or science catches him off guard. God is sovereign. I mean, he's in control of everything. He has power of all. He, he is never out of date. He is still in touch, always in control, and fully aware of everything in every circumstance. Amen. So, so nothing, nothing surprised God. I mean, that's right, nothing surprised him. We have a God that's faithful and true, one that loved us. He loved us. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. So let's let's pray. Father, thank you for your love and your mercy, your joy and your peace. Thank you for a new year, Lord. Lord, don't let us take your blessings for granted, but help us to humble ourselves at your mighty hand and to Help us to decrease that you might increase in us, Lord. Help us to yield our vessels to be fully, to obey your voice. Lord, use us to bring glory to your holy name every day as long as we live, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. We know you're coming soon, Lord. So help us, Lord God, to strive to be witness for you, for you every day, Lord God. Let our light shine, Lord. You let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the Father which is in heaven. Lord, help us to glorify your name by praising, honoring, magnifying, and doing your will each day. Thank you for the victory, Lord. Thank you for your peace and for your joy, Lord. Just have your way tonight in me, Lord. Use me to bring glory to your name by bringing forth the truth in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, in Philippians chapter 3, we're talking about knowing God. Philippians chapter 3. Amen. And, and we're going to begin, let's say the... Um, Eighth verse, Philippians 3, and, and we're going to go, um, say the, the, from 3 verses 8 through Verse 10, anyway. Maybe 11, but at least 10. Philippians chapter 3, verse 8. This is the Apostle Paul talking. And the Apostle Paul was uh, a true man of God, wasn't he? He, he? he had a, when God knocked him down on the, on the road to Damascus, you know, Paul was a, uh, a Pharisee, a Jew. He was a Jew and he was a Pharisee. But but he thought that he didn't know Jesus, and he thought that that the way that 
In other words, the Christians, he tried to stamp them out. He wanted to get rid of them because he, he, see, he did this ignorantly in unbelief. He, he, believed, he thought what he was doing was right. Why did he think that? Because he was deceived. The Word of God said, If our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. In whom the God of this world, who is the God of this world? The devil, the devil Satan. In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, which is the image of God, should shine unto them. It takes the light of the gospel. And, and what is the gospel? What, what is the gospel? The gospel is good news of the kingdom. The apostle Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation, unto everyone that believe, unto the Jew first, and also to the Greeks. When Jesus came, he came to, he came to his own. The Bible said, he came unto his own, which was the Jewish people, and his own received him not. Isn't that right? But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Amen. He came to the Jewish people. And even when, when Jesus sent the disciples forth, he told them to go, go to the Jews. He, he told them, no, don't, don't go in the way of the Gentiles. But he sent them to the Jewish people first. It was, that's, that's where he told them to go, to the, to, to, to the Jews, to the to the circumcised, not to the uncircumcised, not to the, the un, not to the Gentiles. Now, the Gentiles' family was first brought into the church. Who was the first Gentile family brought in? The church. Cornelius. Cornelius in his household. You know, the Lord sent Peter, remember? The Lord sent Peter to... To Cornelius' house. Why? Cornelius was a centurion. He, in other words, he, you know, he had, what, at least about a hundred soldiers under him. Century, centurion, century. He had, he had these soldiers under him. Uh, and, uh, but but he, he, he prayed to God. He, he Let's take a look at that, first of all. Let's take a look at that. Um, I think we're in Acts chapter 10, I believe. Let's just look at that. Cornelius. He was a centurion, and, and, and he prayed, and he believed God. I think it's chapter 10. Let's see, what, let's see where we are here. All right. Yeah, chapter 10 of the book of Acts. Let's look at that. Amen. Begin at verse 1. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the, of the band called the Italian band. He was a devout man and one that what, feared God with all his house. He didn't know the Lord, but he, he feared God. He gave much alms to the people. He helped the people out, the poor. He helped them out. And listen to what I said. And prayed to God always. Isn't there something? 
This man prayed to God every day, no doubt. He prayed to God always. Because, why? Why did he pray to God? Because he, he wanted, he knew he needed something from God more than he had. He knew he needed it. So he was reaching out to God. And listen what happened. He saw in a vision, evidently, about the ninth hour of the day. What did he see? An angel of God coming in unto him and said unto him, Cornelius. He, when he, when he, he went in, he, saw, he, called, he called him by name, Cornelius. And when he looked on him, he was afraid. Yeah, because he saw an angel. He was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine arms are come up for a memorial before God. See, if we want to know God, God will provide. He'll fix it while we get to know him. Isn't that right? If we really, if we sincere in our heart and we really want to know God, God will make a way for us to know him. And this is the way he made for Cornelius to know him. Hallelujah. And, and listen to what he said here. He gave, he gave much alms to the people. Right? He said, Thy prayers, angel said to him, Thy prayers and the arms are come up before God as a memorial, memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa. Gave him a, told him something to do. And call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodges with one Simon a tanner. All right, a man named Simon of Tanner, he, he tanned hides, you know. He tanned hides, you know. They would uh, get animals, and, 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 and Simon would but he'd take the, tan the hide, but put it in the sun, let, it, let the sun dry it out. He was a tanner. He was a tanner. Ain't that, ain't that what tan the hide means, isn't it? Putting it out in the sun anyway and letting it dry. He, he, he lodged, see, the angel told him exactly where Simon Peter was. He was with Simon a tanner. Listen to what it says here. Whose house is by the seaside. It was close to the sea. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. You need to do something. And can he know he needed to do something? He was willing to do what God said. And when the angel which spake unto Cornelius was departed, listen. Angel talked to him, told him what to do. When the angel left him, he called two of his household servants and a devout soldier of them that waited on him continually. And when he had declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa. It's good to be obedient to God, isn't it? It's really good to be obedient to, to the voice of God. Obedience is better than sacrifice, isn't that right? Remember King Saul? He, 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 he tried to do sacrifice and God had told him to do something. He did part of what God said do. It doesn't please God to do part of what he said do, does it? When God, say, when God speaks to us to do something, he wants us to obey him. Not half of it, all of it. Amen. See, God won't tell us to do something that we can't do. And God will help us if we, if we want to obey, if we want to please Him. God will help us. So in this new year, saints of God, let, let's, let, let's strive to, to, to walk in the will of God. Let's strive to, 
Pastor Venom preached a good message this morning, which he always does. He, he, he talked about how Satan want to steal our joy. He want to steal our peace. He want to steal our first love. He, Satan Satan is, is, a, is a thief. How many of y'all know that? Is, is, is the devil a thief? What did Jesus say? A thief coming not but to what? Steal. He'll steal anything he can from you if you let him. You, but in order for him to do it, you've you got to open the door for him to do it. Isn't that right? But if we walk close to the Lord, the devil not, not going to be able to get in there and deceive God's people. If we, but we, it's walking close to God every day. That means praying every day. Getting in the word of God every day. Amen. Getting in God's word. Searching the scripture. Praying and and asking God for wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Asking God for direction. God want to direct us. The Bible says the Holy Ghost will lead and guide us right into all truth. That is, if, if we, if we uh, humble ourselves. We have to humble ourselves in order to please God. We, we can't stick our chest out and have a big head and think we know more than we know. We, hallelujah. But we need to humble ourselves, deny ourselves. Brother Jesus said, if any man be my disciple, let him do what? Deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. To deny yourself means to say no to self and yes to God. Isn't that right? Because self want to do a lot of things that doesn't please God. But if we'll humble ourselves and pray to God, help me to yield my vessels to thee. Help me to obey your voice. Help me to keep my mind stayed upon you. And, and that's the scripture I took last year, Isaiah 26, 3 and 4. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for in the Lord, for in the Lord Jehovah, what? It's everlasting strength. That's all we need, isn't that right? That's all we need. Now, for this year... The scriptures that, I, that I, I've been meditating on and, and I want God to help me with is, is let me read them. It's, it's uh, Isaiah 9, Isaiah 9, no, no, I'm sorry, Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. Let's read those verses. Let's read those, those two verses. Jeremiah 9, verses 23 and 24. Jeremiah 9, let's see. Verses 23 and 24. God is so good. He's faithful, saints of God. He's true. He's holy. He's righteous. God has given us some more time on, in this earth, on, on, on this good green earth. This is God's land. This is God's good green earth. God made it. He made it all, didn't he? He made it all. When nothing made, that was made. He made it all. All right. 9 verses 23 and 24. Let me read them. Listen at these verses. Thus saith the Lord, <clears throat> Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Now we can say, it says in glory here. I mean, don't let him boast. You can put the word... Glory boast. Don't let him glory don't let him boast in his wisdom. Don't let him boast in his might. 
Let not the rich man boast in his riches. <clears throat> Verse 24. But let him that glorieth, or let him that boasteth, boasteth in this. It's what God said, boast in, if you're going to boast, boast in this. That he understandeth and knoweth me. And that's of it. So, so the title of his message is Knowing God. We want to know God. God wants us to know him, not just know about him. That he understand and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment, and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Amen? These are things that God, these things that God delight in. These are things that please God. These are things that God does. Amen. And saints of God, God is calling his people. We need a revival, don't we? We want revival. But let's do our part. We've got to do our part in order to have revival. got to pray and seek God and believe God and, 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 and just push aside. Now, you know, coming into a new year, there are some things that we need to forget. Isn't that right? The Bible says, forgetting the things that are behind us. And press toward the mark of the pride of the high calling of God. Now, some things we need to forget. Well, we need to forget the things that will hinder us, things that will, will distract us from doing God's will, things that will, will overthrow us. We need to forget, forget those things. Don't bring them into the new year. But then there are some things we need to remember. Isn't that right? Amen. We need to remember some things. And the Bible says, remember not creating days of Lots of things God tells Remember God told the, the Laodicean church, remember from once start falling and repent. So we need to remember some things. And we need to forget some things. And we ask God to help us to, to forget the things we need to forget. Leave them, by, leave, them in back, leave them back in 2017. Don't bring them into 20, this is 2018. Let's remember that. This is January, but the 7th, right? Is the 7th? Is that right? 2018. So, so we're moving forward, aren't we? In the Lord. We're moving forward in the Lord. God has called his people to, to go forward, go forward, to, to yield our vessels to him, to magnify him, to honor him, to lift, and to be a witness for him. Isn't that right? God called us to be witnesses. The Bible says, yeah, my servants, said the Lord, and my you are my witnesses, said the Lord, and my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall there be any after me. I, I, I even I am the Lord, and beside me there is no Savior. Isn't that right? Beside me there is no Savior. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that's within me. Bless his holy name. God is good. Merciful. All right, let's go back to Acts chapter 10. Now, the angel appeared unto Cornelius and told him to, to go to Simon, right? To go to Simon the Tanner's house. And that's where Simon Peter was. What verse did we stop at? Um, let's see. Let's look at start at verse nine here. On the morrow, well, let's now let's look at verse eight. And when he had declared all these things unto 
them, eighth verse, Acts chapter 10, verse 8, when he declared all these things unto them, he sent them to Joppa on the morrow. And as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, listen to this now. See, God worked on both ends. God dealt with Cornelius, and now he's dealing with Peter. Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance. God took him out into a trance. That's lack of vision, you know. Some, uh, he fell into a trance. And, and God showed him something. See, God knows what to do. He knows how to tell us what to do and show us what to do. And he saw heaven opened and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at four corners and let down to the earth. That's what God showed Simon Peter. What in the world does this mean, you know? For in were all manner of four-footed beasts of the earth and wild beasts and creeping things and fowls of the earth. That's what God showed Simon Peter. And listen at this now. And, and, and there came a voice to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. You see all these animals? Get up and, and kill and eat. But listen to Peter. Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. You hear what he said? And the voice spake unto him again the second time, What God has cleansed, that call not thou common. See, the Gentiles, the Gentiles were unclean. But here God's getting ready to clean them up. I get ready to bring them into the body of Christ, bring them into the church, all right? Hallelujah. This was done thrice. God did this to him three times. And the vessel was received up again into heaven. Listen to this, saints of God. Now while Peter doubted in himself what this vision which he had seen should mean. Behold, look, take take note of, observe, behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. They didn't waste no time. That's where God wants us to be. God wants us, when he speaks to us to do something, he wants us to go and do it. Don't just keep messing around, fiddling around. You miss, you miss God. You miss God's blessing. I remember when we was, years ago, we used to be putting the tent up in certain places, and we went to this place and and uh, didn't set our tent up and all, and they went back, somebody else had a tent set up. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, sometimes you can slow around and, and miss what God had for you. Isn't that right? Amen. Now, while Peter doubted in himself, what this vision which he had seen should mean. Peter didn't know what the vision meant, but listen at this. Behold, the men which were sent from Cornelius had made inquiry for Simon's house and stood before the gate. Hallelujah. God's going to let him know what's going on here. And called and asked, for the Simon, which was surnamed Peter, lodged there. While Peter thought on the vision... The Spirit said unto him, Behold, 
Three men seek thee. Arise, get up, therefore, and get thee down and go with them, doubting nothing, for I have sent them. See, God gave him instruction, letting him know, I've sent these men. Go with them. Don't doubt it, but go with them. Amen. So Peter didn't have no excuse, did he? He did not. Then Peter went down to the men which were sent unto him from Sisera and said, Behold, I am he whom ye seek. What is the cause wherefore ye are come? And this is what they said to him. And they said, Cornelius, the centurion, a just man, and one that feareth God, and and of good report among the, all the nation of the Jews, was warned from God by a holy angel to send for thee into his house and to hear words of thee. Listen at this. Then called he them in and lodged them. In other words, Peter called them in and he, he let them stay all night there and lodged them. And on the morrow, Peter went away with them and certain brethren from Joppa accompanied him. In other words, Peter went, I mean, uh, Peter went with him and certain men from Joppa went with him also, all right? And, and the morrow after they entered into, into Sisera, listen to this saints of God, and, and, and that's where Cornelius is in Sisera. And Cornelius waited for them, and he called together his kinsmen and their friends. See, Cornelius didn't, didn't want this, for, this all for himself. This salvation is, is, is a great salvation. Everybody needs this. Everybody won't accept it, but everybody needs this. Hallelujah. Jesus came that we might be saved. Amen. Hallelujah. And Peter was, and, and as Peter was coming in, Cornelius met him and fell down at his feet and worshipped. That was the wrong thing. Listen to what Peter said. But Peter took him up, saying, Stand up, I myself also am a man. See, see that's why we got to let people know. You don't worship man. Uh-uh. It's only one true God. He, he's the one to be worshipped. You don't, you don't worship man. You don't worship angels. Isn't that right? But well, we worship God. Amen. So Peter set him straight. Hallelujah. I'm a man just like you are. And he talked with them. And he talked with him. He went in. As he talked with them, he went in and found many that were come together. And he said unto them, Ye know, listen to this now. Listen to what Peter's going to say here. Ye know that it is an unlawful thing for a man that is a Jew to keep company or come unto one of another nation. In other words, you know, you're Gentiles, I'm, I'm a Jew, and, and, and it's unlawful for me to really come into your house here, all right? But listen to this. Or come unto one another nation, but God has showed me that I should not call any man common or unclean. See, God opened Peter's eyes here. God's getting ready to bring the Gentiles into the church, all right? Therefore came I unto you without gainsaying as soon as I was sent. For, and I was sent for. I asked therefore for what intent you have sent for me. Listen to this. And Cornelius said, 
Four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. See, sometimes we need to push the plate back. Don't we? God wants us to fast sometimes. Four days ago, that's why God visited him because he, he, he was hungry for God. And the Bible said, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. What? They shall be filled. Amen. They shall be filled. And then four days ago, he said, Four days ago, I was fasting until this hour. And at the ninth hour, I prayed in my house, and behold, a man stood before me in bright clothing. I'm at the angel now. And said, Cornelius, thy prayer is heard, and thine arms are had in, in remembrance in the sight of God. Send therefore to Joppa, and call hither Simon, whose surname is Peter. He is lodged in the house of one Simon, a tanner, by the seaside, who when he cometh shall speak unto thee. Listen at this now. Listen what happened now. And immediately, and immediately, therefore, I, I sent to thee. And Kenneth told me, after the angel told me this, I didn't wait, I didn't mess around, I sent for you. I sent for thee, and thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, we are all here present before God to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. We want to hear what God's got to say. And that's where it needs to, need to be. Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, God have, have opened my eyes what he said, Of a truth I perceive that God is of no respect of person. He's no respect of person. But in every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. The word which God sent unto the children of Israel, preaching peace, by Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. The word I say, you know, which was published throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. How, listen at this, saints of God. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with him. Is that what it said? And we are witnesses of all things which he did both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem, whom they slew and hanged on a tree. Listen. Him God raised up the third day and showed him openly. Listen at this now. Listen. Not to all the people, but unto witnesses chosen before of God, even unto us who did eat and drink with him, after he rose from the dead. You know that? After he rose from the dead, they, they ate and drank with him, didn't they? Amen. J Jesus cooked some fish for him. <laughs> how do y'all think he, that fish he cooked? How do you think he? When, when they came up, they saw the fish out there on, on the burner cooking. You think Jesus had to take, catch the fish and clean them? No. That's what I believe that... Uh, as he thought, so shall it come to pass. I believe Jesus just, in Jesus' mind, he just <laughs> he thought of the fish being there cooking. That's the way I believe it. Now, I don't believe he had to go out and catch them and clean them and all that. But anyway, anyway, 
he cooked fish for him. So Peter said, uh, uh, hallelujah. What verse was I at? What verse was I reading there? All right, verse 41. Not all to all the people, but unto the witnesses chosen before of God, even us who did eat and drink with him after he rose from the dead. Amen. And, and, and remember the, the, uh, the uh, disciples that went to Emmaus, those two disciples went to Emmaus, and how that they, uh, Jesus appeared to them as they walked, you know, and they got to this place where they were going, and Jesus acted as though he was going on further. They said, no, abide with us. Come on in and abide with us. And Jesus went in with them, and, and, and when he broke the bread, he was sitting there, with, he broke the bread, and and, and uh, the eyes came open, and they knew him. At first, they didn't know him. But when he first walked up there with him, the eyes were holding that they didn't know him. But when he went in and broke the bread, they knew who he was. They knew it was Jesus, because he had did it a certain way. And, and what did Jesus Jesus vanished out of their sight. <laughs> and they got up and went back home, went back to Jerusalem, let them know what had happened. God is good, saints. He commanded us, all right, and he commanded us to preach unto the people and to testify that it is he which ordained of God, that, that it is he which was ordained of God to be judge of quick and dead. To him gave all the prophets witness that through him, or that through his name, whosoever believeth in him, shall receive remission of sin. Listen at this now. Verse 44. Listen to what they say. Peter's preaching to him. He's talking to him. Telling him about the word of God. Verse 44. While Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. Isn't that something? They had open hearts. They wanted to receive what God had for them. And, and while Peter spake, the Holy Ghost fell on, on all them that heard the word. And, and they of the circumcision, in other words, the Jews, which believed were astonished. The, the Jews that came with Peter, they, they were amazed. They were astonished. They were surprised. They were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because that on the Gentiles also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. But they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Then answered Peter. What Peter, Peter listen to what Peter said. Can any man forbid water that these would that these should not be baptized, but shall receive the Holy Ghost as well as we. And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Then prayed they him to tarry certain days. That's why God brought the first Gentile family in. Amen. I'm talking about knowing God. They, they knew God. Amen. Knowing God. How do we know God? Search the Scripture. And then you thank you every time. We know God by searching the scripture and praying and seeking God and honoring and obeying him, doing his will. That's how we really know God. So so back to our scripture before in closing. Going back to Philippians chapter three. Back to Philippians chapter three, where the apostle Paul said All right, let's uh, 
verse yeah, Philippians chapter 3. Listen to listen what Paul said. But what things were gained to me, those I count laws for Christ's sake. In other words, the things that he had gained in, in, the, in the Jews' religion, he, he, he counted them as nothing anymore because he had found Christ. All right? This is what he said. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but laws for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but as dung that I may win Christ. In other words, that, that is rubbish that I may win Christ. God is first. Eight, three, eight. And be found, see now Paul, this is what Paul said, and be found in him. I want to be in Christ. The Bible speaks of being in Christ. To be in him is to know him. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness. See, our righteousness is as filthy rags without him. Isn't that right? But we've we got to take on the righteousness of Jesus Christ by denying ourselves and seeking his faith, by repenting of our sin, turning to him by faith, and, and, and letting him save our soul. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. That's what we gotta have. Verse ten. Verse ten. That I may know him. This is what we're talking about, knowing God. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering, being made conformable unto his death. Now let me read one more scripture here. In our, in our, one more, Romans 6, chapter 3 through 5. Romans 6, verses 3 through 5. Six verses three to five Romans. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Six verses three through five. Listen to what he said. Let's see, Apostle Paul. Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death? Therefore, we are buried with him by, by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in the newness of life. After repent, turn to God by faith, if we get baptized in water, uh, baptism doesn't save us. Baptism, water baptism doesn't save us, but it, it's obedience to God, being obedient to God. It's, a, it's outward expression of inward change, our right, baptism. Verse 5, For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we should also in the likeness of his resurrection. Hallelujah. I got to go. Amen. Likeness of his resurrection. Amen. If, and hallelujah. So if we live for him and suffer, if we suffer with him, we're going to reign with him. Isn't that right? Hallelujah. So, saints of God, let, let, let's, this new year, let's do our best to, to walk close to the Lord. And, and, and let's take heed to what God is speaking here. 
Pastor Venom was preaching some great messages, and, and the message he preached this morning, we, we need to listen to the, to the uh, CD. Listen to that CD. Amen? We really need to in, in order to, to gain, to gain the truth, to know the truth, and to gain it, and to, and to follow the truth, and to be obedient to the voice of God. Let's love God with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and love one another to the extent that we please God, because God is faithful, and God is coming soon, but he's coming after church without spot or wrinkle. In Jesus' name, amen.